This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. This is a remote version, actually, of Swinging Down Under. And yet again, I'm the cause of the lack of podcasting. So thanks, everyone, for letting us know that you've been missing us. And apologies yet again that I'm currently travelling for work. So we're giving us a shot over Skype and uh, Dee's back in Australia. Hello, Dee. Hello there. You're very much missed. I, I bet I am. It's been, what, four weeks since we've uh, had any personal contact? Four weeks, absolutely. And can I say the Skype, the Skype sex times are just not the same. <laughs> and I'm interested in whether Skype's recording this stuff, you know, it'd be like some sort of perverse Skype sex reel that they have at their office that they run during their Christmas parties or something. Isn't that also just like Skype probably own you porn and it's just people yeah. Skyping together and then they just put it up on you porn. That's, the, that's probably how it works. Um, but look, to introduce what we're going to talk about today, it's a pretty... Um, it's a pretty interesting one, especially for Dee. So for those of you who may have listened back in the early stages of DNI recording, you may remember that how we got into the lifestyle was actually through talking about fantasies. Yeah. Dee, Dee posed a question to me. I didn't have an answer. And uh, so now we've been in the lifestyle for over a year. And the other day from another country, I messaged Dee and I said, I, I think I have a fantasy. Your first fantasy. Like ever. Fantasy. ever. And ever. he doesn't know this. This is us going, we're going to talk about this today. And this is his first time actually hearing this. So we thought it would be quite funny to actually podcast about it as She's well. She's been holding out on me. I've been desperately wanting to know what it is. And C's been making life as difficult as possible for me. Different time zones, you know. It, it's, it's all's fair in love and war. Well, so, I, no, I don't. Love and war, yes, but not sex. That's different. <laughs> Uh, we're also going to talk about an email that we received as well. Um, Curious Luke from Melbourne asked us a question about uh, anal sex in the lifestyle, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And let and me just, just convert of... that st- that city to um, English. It's Melbourne for anyone else out there on the planet. Uh, Australians <laughs> just being lazy with words in general. Just We just turn that into Melbourne. We're not lazy with words. We're lazy with pronouncing the words. We've got plenty of words. Yeah. We just yeah. never pronounce them properly. Yeah, absolutely. We tend to – we lengthen anything that's too short and shorten anything that's too long. That's University true. becomes uni and my friend Brad will become, you know, bratty or – that's a really bad example. That was a terrible example. Have you got anything better? Well, you could do Brad as like, Brad, you know. <laughs> It'd be, we'd call him Radley. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we're also just going to quickly kind of recap on uh, what's coming up over the next couple of months for us. So, I don't know, D. any other input into that? I can't see you, so I can't give you the eyebrow signal. Additionally, we will be eating nuts. <laughs> so, if you hear any crunching in the background, that's either C or me. Um, C or me, oh, look at that. It's like some sort of weird poetry. Um, eating nuts. Minor macadamias. Minor uh, selection of mixed nuts, which I actually paid. Nuts, uh, I'm going to I'm going to equate this actually to US dollars for our friends out there in the states. I got this at an airport. It is what is it like 200 grams of nuts, and I paid 15 USD for this packet. Whoa! Oh yeah, so that equates. It's like eight eighty dollars. I don't know how much that is, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so fantasy. So 
the other okay, morning. You, no, no, you go. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. Okay. So I woke up, realized I had a fantasy. Now, how this has come about is what's really intriguing to me. And first, I actually want to talk about what a sexual fantasy is in terms of the actual definition of a sexual fantasy because I once actually read uh, read a script. Some, I don't even know where that was actually. It wasn't a doco. I can't remember. Oh, that, oh there's another word doco. that we shortened. Documentary. Documentary. There we go. Doco. Uh, <laughs> on sexual fantasies. And now the interesting thing about sexual fantasies, particularly in the lifestyle, is that generally speaking we get to kind of live them out. I mean, is that that's a fair statement, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shit, I don't know too many other people out there that can say, yeah, you know, I was out on the weekend and I had three women sucking my penis at the same time. That That definitely falls into fantasy realm. That's right. So it kind of – it's interesting to have this kind of like a – this, this, this idea of a fantasy, but then how it kind of plays out in the swinging lifestyle. But in general, what they were talking about in this article was that a fantasy is actually impossible to play out. And the reason behind that is, in our heads, we control absolutely the characters, their every move, their every thought, their every action, hmm. reaction, all of that stuff. I so remember quite often, us discussing this when we were, remember we were first looking to get into the lifestyle, we actually looked at a, uh, there was a couple here in Sydney that you could... Um, hire as, a, as like a um, sexual fantasy couple mm-hmm. and we then decided that probably wasn't the best of ideas because we couldn't you know even even if we had fantasies we couldn't direct them the way that we believe they should have directed or, or they should have reacted to the things that we we're doing yeah that's right how hmm. it plays out in your head and so then your sexual fantasy it's not ruined but certainly it doesn't play out like it does in your mind and therefore are you actually ever really playing out that sexual fantasy? I mean, it's a different, difficult one to call. So that's my little random tidbit of information. Fantasies in your head don't really translate into real life because you cannot control every person in the room. You probably could if you paid enough money or everyone was into it, but then it would be you, sir, put your hand on her knee like a yeah, Twister game, right? Just way too – yeah, like yeah, like Twister. <laughs> like fantasy Twister. Twister. Um, be swinging Swiss- Twister. Swinging Twister, yeah. yeah I've, I've already copyrighted go. that, people, so, you know. Well, trademark. Um, <laughs> so my fantasy the other morning. So I woke up, had this fantasy. Now I'm going to kind of – how much detail do you want, D? I mean, what are oh, we doing we here? How do, you wanna, we, we want, how do you want to hear this? Well, we want, every, we want every detail. I'm sure I speak for everyone out there in podcast land as well. We want all details from um, – and let's, you know, let's get gory with these details. All right, so – but in and ask me some questions because obviously I'm not going to really know what you're going to want to hear. So as I'm walking through this, I guess just randomly say what was happening here or ask me whatever. Okay. Absolutely. That's the easiest way to go. Um, so the fantasy, I'll set the scene actually, first of all, it takes place in an office. Yes, I know. What a cliche. A successful woman wants to be taking control of in an, in an office. For everybody out there in podcast land, don't be dicks about this. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's a cliche. But it's my fantasy, goddammit. Yeah. So it's in an office. Um, now, the gentleman that's in the room is a very successful, very attractive. I'm going to call him. Really don't know. I'm going to call him late thirties, early forties, right? Attractive, successful, sexy man in a suit. As we know, suits are pretty much the equivalent of lingerie, but on a man. Uh, they kind of just get the juices flowing, right? I'm, I, on the other hand, I'm in, of course, a white blouse that's kind of buttoned down, allowing my cleavage to show. 
I'm, I'm imagining a, a high uh, waisted skirt here as well. High waisted skirt. Shut up. <laughs> Just because you can pick it and it's cliche, you don't get to butt in like that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I like, but I like the image so far. So yes, it's a high waisted skirt. Now the, the high waisted skirt actually has quite a large slit up the side of one of the legs. And the reason that slit exists is because I'm also wearing in my fantasy a set of lacy high stockings, like thigh high stockings. So through the slit you can see the lace. The top of the the top of the lace at the, the top, top of the, of the lace. Yep. At the very high thigh level, right? So Nice. Kinda of getting that? Yeah, totally getting it. Okay. Heels, of course, necessity. Can't be walking around in flats in this kind of an outfit. <laughs> What sort, of, what sort of heels are we talking? Uh, stilettos and, in fact, uh, some Louboutins, I'm going to say. Oh, LVs. Stop it. Keep, keeping it classy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, now, the, the I guess the premise for this fantasy is, is somebody else kind of wanting to take control? And I as I kind of go back, I think about the reasons behind this, and it's all about, you know, having someone who's, I guess, this, this successful manly individual kind of taking control. And so what the basic way that it plays out is that I'm in the room. I'm also trying to, at this point in time, kind of manipulate him, wanting him to want me, you know, so I'm, I'm dropping papers, I'm bending over, I'm showing some skin, these sorts of things. It, it kind of, in my head over the last few days, I've been thinking about this, it plays out differently every time as to how I'm trying to coerce him into wanting to fuck me, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, the, what generally happens, he's obviously then taken by me, wants to, wants to uh, he's enticed by me. And generally it then involves kind of him pushing me onto the table, kind of legs, legs apart, and then rolling down, starting to roll down my stockings and expose my panties. Now what panties am I wearing since you, since you uh, would have a, an idea of this, Steve? Because I'm uh, curious. The lacy white wicked weasels, I would think. Damn it! <laughs> I thought you were going to go with like a g-string or like a like a black, a no, black lacy white something. cheeky wicked weasels. Yep, yep. And you know, and the thing about this is, again, I've been thinking about this. It's going with the good girl, bad girl imagery, right? Because you've got mm-hmm. like the the bra, you got the boobs kind of showing, but at the same time, you know, you're you're pretending to be this kind of you know uh, little innocent person, I guess, as well, uh, which comes down with the power play that's happening. Um, so yeah, so he's doing that. He's pulling down, pulling down my panties. He starts going down on me. Of course, I'm curling back. My back's in an arch. Um, it's fantastic. I think I, I think I have a new fantasy. What's that? This. <laughs> no, this is mine. Oh, okay, back off, sorry. pal. Sorry. I mean, this is mine, and and millions of other people in the world, but you can't have it. <laughs> okay, done. <laughs> I, I'm actually curious. I might Google later the number of porn films that would contain this kind of this very scenario. Mm. That's an interesting question. Anyway, keep going. I will. Because this and is totally so, working for me and I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's totally working for everybody else as well. So he's, he's going down on me. I'm kind of back arched over his desk, uh, kind of hands, and it's obviously a very nice, like mahogany kind of timber over the top desk. And, uh, you know, I've got my hands on either end of the desk, kind of this, this back arch. My, my uh, heels are on the desk as well. Kind of my legs are open. My knees are up. Uh, he's going down on me. Then as we're kind of getting into this and he's then kind of working his way back up, you know, kissing my nipples, touching my breasts, he then flips me over. 
and oh. then yeah <laughs> and then actually start having sex with him standing behind me against the table okay hmm. and he's obviously at this point you know kissing on my kissing on my neck and uh, you know having a, a fantastic time awesome hmm oh and my, he's at this point he's obviously pulled my skirt upwards as well because you can't just like unzip it and take it down it's really awkward there's the pause involved who does mm-hmm. what so he's just he's just pulled it up so he's just pulled it up and gotten the blouse further unbuttoned and I'm guessing yeah. that the bra was uh, clasped at the front, which allowed him to get yeah. in there without taking the shirt off. No, the bra kind of, the bra was kind of stayed in play. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my fantasy. That's okay, as, so, that's and then, I mean, that, you've only gotten up to the point where you started fucking, what's, what's the play from there? What's... The you know what's there is the there sex? is no there oh, is, so there's just, no play from just, there. That's, it's that's, just it's all the lead up. It's not about the sex. Well, we do have sex. Yeah, that's no, true. but there's, there's no yeah. like oh, and now we've orgasms and now we're finished and let's awkwardly put our clothes back on and leave the room. There's none of that because that. So I was just wondering, you didn't even stipulate it was good sex. You just went like it's sex. Of course, it's good sex. It's my fantasy. Okay, well, well you didn't, you did, you've got to add those details. Okay, it's 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 the best sex that I've ever had. Oh wow, that good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. That does sound um, like a fantastic fantasy. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I feel like there's a variation of this too, though, where um, I don't I don't want to use the term Fifty Shades of Grey because I don't know why. Actually, you just did. Yeah. No. No. Okay. I understand. But the, the bad boy imagery as well, I mean, the, there's, a, there's a kind of subset to this fantasy, which would be that he actually has cuffs on either side of his desk as well. Oh, yep. You know? So your, hmm. your, um, your fantasy really sort of sounds like a um, almost a, a being dominated somewhat. Being desired, that's being the key desired. there. Being desired, okay. So desired mm-hmm. versus dominated. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. But um, I think the 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 idea of it is is the desire factor. Yeah, Having okay. someone who's you know this this amazing, sexy, successful man, uh, you know, just kind of not falling prey to me. That's kind of really that's a terrible descriptor. But because uh, I'm not a succubus, but um, but kind of you know wanting me, you know, feeling that desire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a pretty impressive um, fantasy you've got there for your first one. Yeah, thank you. I mean, shit. Most of us, my first fantasy was actually just having sex. <laughs> and obviously that was before I actually had had sex. Had had <laughs> sex. So you, so you were putting it in her eye instead in your fantasy and then you realised that's not where it went? Well, no, sometimes I still aim for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's mine. Any questions? No, I don't think so. I mean, um, I think you've covered that out quite nicely. That is a spectacular fantasy. The only thing I was surprised at, and, and specifically surprised, I suppose, was that the the table was wood. <laughs> That's your <laughs> okay. I figured. Um, I figured for you, the girl you are, it probably would have been glass or something like that. You know. Oh heavens, no, that's just tacky. Come on. Oh really? <laughs> so we're talking. We're talking old mahogany. You know, lawyer. Style, yeah, I don't know. I mean, with the ornate legs, and we're now discussing furniture on a um, sex-positive podcast. Just FYI, (laughs) 
All right, that's me. That's me. Uh, let's 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 talk about one of your fantasies. Well, I mean, gloriously as part of this um, this lifestyle change for us, I've lived a whole lot of my fantasies and have probably gotten to the point where my fantasies intertwine more with you than the, and and when I say with you, I mean us as a couple than they do um, as me as a single. Now the the you know, because we've one of my fantasies, obviously, that I discovered fairly early on was that I was I wanted to see another man with you, which was a real surprise to me, given that every man c- coming into this sort of thing—well, not every, but a lot of men coming into this thing—have the idea that they're interested in seeing two girls together. Well, you know, I always mm, thought, two two girls together or two girls with them. Well, I think a bit of both. I think a little of column A followed by a little column B. Which, by the way, let me—I'm just throwing it out there. But how many men do you know that it can actually handle multiple women at the one time properly? Um, even properly, in, even in the lifestyle. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah, it's it's. A, I get that. I get that yeah. it's a fantasy, but that is a that's a tough that's game a, to play. Oh, absolutely, it's a big absolutely. ass, brother. Especially if it's first time in. I mean, Jesus, it's a. Uh, yeah. No one's performing then. Come on. No, it can be it can be tough just satisfying one woman. Sometimes. Generally, you're on you you're on your B minus, maybe a C plus game on a first interaction. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why we like more than one interaction. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> no, no, no. I I fully agree. So that that that's the you know the idea going in now. I've lived a lot of my fantasies now, which is fantastic. I mean, and. When C asked me to come up with a fantasy to match hers, I was kind of stuck. I, uh, to, to be honest, I I have one that that she's aware of that I'm not sure the rest of the podcast land is. But um, other than that, I think I've lived a lot of them. You know, I've I've um, been out and done the things that I wanted to do um, in terms of seeing you with another man, seeing um, seeing you with another woman as well. Um, as I said before, three women sucking my penis that's a uh, that was not a fantasy until i realized that it happened then it was um the only other thing i really have at this point and i'm sure that will change moving forward is um well there's two there's one that i just mentioned that she's already aware of which is um actually seeing her double penetrated now that may or may not be on the cards moving down the track. That's really up to see because that's more her than me, of course, although I do anticipate being one of them. And that'll be a segue into our further conversation a little later. But the other one for me, that and, and it's only come up in the last week, I suppose, maybe week and a half, is that with C being away for the period that she has been, I'm now curious as to whether I want to see her um, have sex with another man remotely. So actually me watching via video, as weird and perverse as that sounds, and um, and then, you know, actually being able to watch live from a distance exactly what I watched up, up close. Um, now, let me, let me just run through how this plays out. It starts with with C actually going out and picking up from a bar. So, you know, using some moves and um, which... I'm assuming this is a hotel bar. I'm going to say a hotel bar, yeah. Your hotel Mm. bar would be probably the best way to put it. 
Um, your hotel bar, you you keeping me in the loop with with texts and stuff uh, on the way through, and then actually using some of the flirting you've been practicing, which um, <laughs> you know you are getting much better at. And thank you to all the people out there who've offered to allow you to flirt practice with them. Um, and sorry for all those people that I attempted to flirt with and it came out completely awkward. <laughs> Which has happened, yes. Multiple um, times. Hashtag sorry. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm interested in, the, in you know, that flirting, hearing what's going on, hearing when he touches your thigh, when he brushes your arm, you know, the standard things that men will try to do to get that intimate touch before before moving any further or hoping to get things to progress and then you actually um, inviting him up to your room probably in a little bit of a I'm going to use the term slutty but not not that, that that's derogatory at all just in a you know a, a shy yet avert you know what's going to happen up there sort of scenario and and, and he, he knows about you at this point Oh yeah, absolutely. So, or is this yeah. a or is this a camera that's going to be in the room and he doesn't really know what's going on? Scenario? No, no, no. So he he knows that you have a, a partner and he knows that uh, that what's going to happen. He knows what's going on. You know, that's part of the introduction and sort of part of the part of the tease, I suppose, for him. And then so um, and then you he nods or says yes, and you walk him off to the elevator by grabbing his hand and just literally pulling him along um, out of the chair up to the over to the elevator and as the doors close you literally pounce him so you know massive massive uh kiss grabbing at his ass so so i'm basically i'm taking him yeah like i'm the okay yeah feeling you know grabbing his grabbing his cock then headed upstairs in the elevator and as the door opens you know you sort of you brush yourself down and and pull your hair back straight and walk out of there all um, normally, I suppose, and then uh, into the bedroom and quite literally as the the bedroom door closes behind you, you again push him up against a wall and, and take him, drag him into the bedroom, um, tear his clothes off. He uh, does the same to yours and, I mean, probably quite literally in, in some of the articles that you're wearing so perhaps the the um underwear and bras quite literally torn from you as he um starts kissing at you he um you've still got your um still got your heels on of course and that again welcome to another cliche <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh yeah so he he um starts going down on you on the bed with you uh with your heels on up on the bed then the natural progression from there as he starts, he works his way up to you and he's kissing on you and stuff. And then again, you flip him over. Um, and I flip him over? You flip him over. And then at some point, and I'm not sure what point, your heels have come off, which allows you to um, straddle him. And I mean, actually do the the straddle rather than the, the cowgirl. Mm-hmm. So that really, as you push him into you, the only thing touching between you and him is your genitals. Okay. Penis in vagina. Um, you then ride him to your orgasm without really caring and kick And then kick him out of the room. No. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and, and, then, um, and then as you, uh, you finish, 
he then um, uh, he then is not far away from finishing. You then roll him over, and he um, actually no, sorry, he he then takes you from behind and pulls out and comes on your back. And that's about it. I mean, again, without the awkward dressing and blah blah blah, <laughs> um, that's it for the evening. Um, when you when he asks you for your number, you give him a fake number, and that's it. Okay. And that's the last well, time you see him. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, you mentioned before um, another, another, I guess, uh, fantasy that you had, which is double penetration. Do you want to just run through, for the people listening, what that is to you? Because the reason I'm asking is, is there a difference in terms of the naming of double penetration when it is two oh, yeah. male partners – in uh, I don't know, how do you say this when, without sounding vulgar? I don't. I... In the vagina. Yes, versus versus kind of actually we've seen for footage recently, which I'm going to blame the law for this, where there was three, yeah, three penises, and 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 there was there was that was not a pretty sight. Um, versus obviously somebody, I would assume your partner would probably be more the person who would be having anal sex with you, and the other gentleman's in the vagina. Yeah, so is there is there a naming convention difference between the two of those? I believe there is actually. I've done a, a wee bit of research on this leading up to the <laughs> podcast. I'll bet. I'll bet you have. So um, you've got um, DVP, which is double vagina. Double penetration. vagina penetration, right? Yeah. DAP. Oh, which oh. Is, yeah. Yeah. We we, it, I'm yeah. sure we can all fill in the blanks there. No need to buy a vowel. Um, and then you've just got your regular DP, which is anal and vaginal. Hmm. Yeah. So um, my my actually we got very close to 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 this to my perfect scenario, I suppose, or my fantasy scenario, which is you on top of a guy that you you enjoy um, having inside you, and then me slipping around behind you and just um, quietly slipping into your. Um, now, but the thing about this is it takes some navigation, right? I mean, it's not exactly like it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of checking involved that I would imagine would occur, which to me, the logistics of the whole scenario just seem like it's... Well, I suppose, I mean, the, the guys need to be known to each other reasonably well because it, no matter how you do this, there's going to be some, there's definitely going to be some touching. Isn't it? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. meant for I meant comfortable, comfortable, being comfortable as a woman. Actually, I wasn't talking. I, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I <laughs> was. I, I wasn't finished with that. Comment. I was still leading on to that bit. But yes, um, to be comfortable as a woman, you you need to find obviously a guy that you're comfortable with in terms of um, size, front end rear. Okay, right. I would think. Well, there we are, and I guess that. And where do you stand on this these days, Sue? Well, I was about to say it's a segue into our next conversation. So we received an email from Luke in Melbourne uh, asking us about um, anal sex in the lifestyle. Now, he mentioned, rightly so, it's a bit of a taboo. There's not a lot of information out there about it. Uh, People generally don't tend to talk about it on podcasts. Um... And it's pretty rare to be seeing it in lifestyle, I think, just in general, day-to-day. I mean, anything to add to that? No, look, I, well, 
I don't think we've actually seen that play out in the lifestyle yet. Although, you know, we're still relative newbies. I know there's, um, you know, some of the other podcasts we listen to, we've certainly heard that um, this goes on, but we've not ever seen it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, Yeah, so he wanted to know, I guess, about... He wanted to talk about it, just generally have a conversation about it. So, I mean, D, if you want to lead, I will pipe in when I think I've got something to say. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't think anal in the lifestyle is any different to any other group. Of, well, I won't say group, but, you know, any other part of life. It's, it just comes down to the, the person, the female and the male, whether they're into it. And I'm, you know, again, without seeing it in... In the lifestyle, I can say that there's certainly a group of people that we know who are in, who, who are definitely involved in in anal and DP as well. That um, you know, and, and that happens at, whether it be at a house party or at clubs with those guys. So it's um, I think it's just again, it comes down to the comfort of the people that are involved in it and the comfort of the gentleman that they're with, and you know, the fact that the the guy going in going in anally isn't, you know, it doesn't have a girth of 12 inches. Right. So this is where I'm going to pipe in. Yes. You said that you thought it was really, I mean, as long as everyone's into it, you didn't really see that it was any kind of, there was any differential in the lifestyle. But you also then mentioned comfort. Yes. And so this is where I think it's a key factor. I don't think there's a lot of anal in the lifestyle. Uh, and, and also, actually, I just want to point out that, yes, we have friends who like it, We've also got friends who are absolutely 100% against it. Yes. Even in their own relationships. So there's a little bit of both. But I think even though there's that kind of that people that do, that people that don't, but in the lifestyle, I think it's extrapolated because of the fact that you need to feel comfortable. But also you need to have a lot of... What did I say? (laughs) Extrapolated. Sorry. That's all right. (laughs) You were there. You got the expert. A little bit tired coming in on the red eye. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Um, but on top of that, I think, you know, you've also got that comfort and the trust factor in the lifestyle. Yeah. And this is why I don't think we see a lot of it maybe in clubs because people are going to the clubs. Yes, they're having sex with their partner, but they're also exploring sex with other people. And if that is the first or second time that you've met that person, you don't generally tend to, you know, have maybe that level of trust. And it's a very vulnerable for me, I think it's a very vulnerable position, very vulnerable as a woman to be in. So I think yeah, that's somebody the... can do, I mean, if somebody does this wrong, they can do really, you know, serious damage. Yeah. That's right. So I think that depending on relationships and how they, and how they, you know, progress, yeah. maybe, maybe it might happen. But I mean, for us, even if we were going to consider uh, double penetration, there is no doubt in my mind that the other person would be vaginal. Yeah, for you, uh, uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. I think um, uh, it's that it, it is again that trust thing of knowing whether uh, or what that person's going to do, and knowing that it's going to be okay. I'll, I'll ask you a question though, just to step back a little bit. Um, knowing your friends outside of the lifestyle, what would percentage would you say would be involved in anal sex? 10%. Reasonably regularly. Oh, less than 10%. Yeah. Okay. So, and what would you say in the lifestyle? Uh, again, I'd probably say less, only because in the lifestyle, you've also got the people that have the encounters that they like only seeing the person maybe once or twice. Yep. 
and to get to this point, I feel like it needs to be maybe a, a prolonged relationship. You know, it's people that you've seen um, multiple occasions. You know, you kind of got that trust building up. So if you're going to say it's 10% in normal, normality, yep. it's going to have to be lower in the lifestyle purely because of the fact that some people do only then see people once. Yeah. You know, and so out of that percentage then of people in the lifestyle that then see long-term partners and then you kind of go into that pathway. So I think, I mean, that's just me. I think it's less. There's probably someone out there in Google land who's going to, you know, make us uh, turn us on the right path. But um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, look, I, I, I think um, I think your numbers are probably a little high for women in, in normal in the normal world, um, mainly because... You reckon, you reckon less than 10%? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that. I would say that it's typically the ladies who are more interested in sex that would contemplate um, exploring their sexual boundaries, even if they are in a monogamous relationship. So, And those people... Uh, again, probably the ones that are more drawn to the lifestyle, which hence would then give the chance of increasing that potential in the lifestyle, you know, because you're looking at people who are now already uh, exploring their sexual boundaries. Now, I'll preface, say- that, I'll preface that question as well that I, that I asked before, or it's not a preface now, of course, but um, <laughs> with the fact that I was um, I was talking in the fact that the penetration was coming from your partner whilst you were possibly with somebody else, the anal penetration. Mm-hmm. So that that's the, I suppose, the thing that makes it a little bit more comfortable in that you know that person is not um, not going to do you any uh, disservice by, um, by, by doing something that you aren't expecting. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, but I think, you know, I, th- I don't think that general – the other thing to take into account with anal is when you're in a play situation, especially if you're in um, in a club or even in a house, there's – you know, to, to have an absolute um, clean experience, there's – there's a lot of um, there's a lot of thought that needs to go into that beforehand. To, no, that's um, right. Yeah, to make sure that there's an absolute guarantee of no no issues. Wouldn't you mm. agree? Absolutely. I think that uh, yeah, if you were actually going to probably do that in in a club situation or even just a, with with other multiple with partners, that you would probably. Uh, yeah, you'd want to be ready ready for it. The same way that I go out and I yep, make sure that I'm, you know, freshly freshly tanned and manicured and all the rest of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I'm just reading an article. This is from 2010, so it's a little bit old. But it said here that in 1992, a study that found that 16% of women aged 18 to 24 had tried anal sex. But in 2010, when this was reported... They're suggesting that the number is now more likely at 40%. Wow. 40% admitted to having, and I'm going to say tried, anal sex. Mm. Tried is a very broad word. That's exactly right. So I think that there's probably two numbers here, isn't it? It's just it's the difference between, I guess, people who had, I mean, this is this is article talking about people who tried it, but I'd be more interested in the fact that it was a you know an ongoing an ongoing interest. Yes. Yes. So yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I mean, we we indulge in anal sex. I don't think you have a problem with me saying that out loud, do you? See, too bad if you do now. <laughs> well, I think I think all of the, our, our listeners know full well that 
D doesn't really edit podcasts that no. well. So even if I did have a problem, it's now out there and you're probably not going to go back and edit it yeah, out. Yeah, so. probably, you're probably right. You're probably mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, we, I mean, well, I, I'll speak for me. Do you, I, I enjoy I enjoy that part of our um, sex life and certainly the idea of the DP is probably born from that part of our sex life as well as, um, it, it, for me, it's the ability to have, uh, I suppose, two, the two fantasies joined into one because I do like having anal sex with you. But additionally, there's, uh, um, you know, one of my first... Um, fantasies was you with another man Mm. right so i'm now indulging effectively two fantasies all in one hit which is really the reason behind it i think but again this is not this is this is my fan my fantasies now seem to involve us you know they're they're us fantasies rather than mine so there's no way that any of this stuff would go ahead unless of course (laughs) it took me seven and a half years but i finally got him absolutely you've got me i'm here i'm stuck that's funny (laughs) <laughs> now, um, just before we talk about, I guess, upcoming things, <laughs> I'm going to let you actually talk about this. I'm just going to give you the hot tip about it, though. At the end of Luke's email, Luke from Melbourne, the last recommendation from Luke, can you tell everyone out there what it was and kind of give us your thoughts on it? Yeah, absolutely. So, Luke, I, I applaud your um, honesty. Luke actually said what, what he would like is for us to possibly record a um, – a session, one of our one of our swinging sessions, not not video, but just um, audio, and then use a little tidbit of that at the end of the session, and additionally, um, perhaps some some music to sort of sign off. I think people are probably getting bored with our intro and outro now, given that we're um, say the same thing over and over again. But look, you know, we're hoping that the middle bit actually lifts it enough that you'll put up with the beginning and the end. But yeah, Luke, Luke dropped that in. I, um, you know, he said that it, he believes that it um, it increase our listener base, and I totally agree with him. I honestly think it would, no doubt whatsoever. It comes down to whether, of course, we want to do that or not, and, and um, I'm I'm not sold on it at this point. And <laughs> what about your thoughts? Where, where do you sit on that, see? Okay, so porn films. Let's talk about porn films. Porn films. They yes, can go to an hour. Let's talk about porn films. They can be an hour long. Yes. Now, I wanted to know, again, it's a percentage for your enemy, but it's pulling these out of our head. What percentage of an entire hour of porn is actually watched and consumed? Um, look, I think all of it, but just at different times. <laughs> you think there's some fast-forwarding happening? Well, no. If you, is, uh, is this just a guy watching or a couple watching? Both. Give me both figures. All right, go, give, me, give me single guy. Or single, guy single guy, you're looking at probably the first scene... Um, he's he's um done. Right, couple. Probably two scenes before they ignore the rest because they then become a little into each other rather than into the porn. Okay, now tell me something. Yes. If we had audio of us having sex together or sex with multiple other people, what percentage of our actual podcast do you think people would listen to? Oh, you mean if they if if it was the beginning or the no no I, I don't think, I don't think he if, was saying it was a huge portion just like a just a to, yeah the outbit that's what I'm yeah. saying would you believe or would you not that people would just fast forward to the end to listen to the sex <laughs> audio <laughs> I'd like to think that we're you know we're we're higher up the chain than that to be honest 
higher up the yes. ladder than than just people fast forwarding to the next bit at the you end. You are so cute. They You're might so cute do. Right hey, now. hang on, hang on, hang on. People might do that, but then they might come back to listen. The other thing is with you just your fantasy you just described is all about the lead up to the sex, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So for our lady listeners out there, perhaps oh, I see where you're going with perhaps this. Perhaps they may they might find our our um, interactions and chatter dulcet and, tones. And, well, my mid 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 to dulcet tones. Um, perhaps they might find that appealing. And look, we've had a, a lot of uh, compliments on our accent, even though it's pretty standard here in Australia, to be honest. <laughs> standard, yeah, we're, we're born with it. Um, <laughs> But you see where I'm going, perhaps for the lady listeners, it might be a it might be a thing, it might you know? Hmm, I see. I I like your thought process. I yeah. like the fact that you've just delved in and kind of run with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm running with. That's what you, that's that's yeah. your, okay. So, Luke, thanks for the suggestion. It's still being tabled for discussion. <laughs> it's pending. It's pending, mm-hmm. Luke. We'll let we'll let you know how it goes. We might do one of those secret podcasts. You know where there's a, there's a the 10 minutes of silence. The secret podcast like you filming me singing unknowingly and then putting it up on the internet. I don't, know what, I don't know what you're talking about. It had mm, nothing sure to don't. do with that. I cannot confirm mm. nor deny that I was involved. Yes, exactly. Uh, look, we've been well, we've had an now. Offer, we've had an offer from Miley Cyrus though. And uh, <laughs> yeah, for you to sing along with her. No, we haven't. What are you talking about? Hmm. Yeah, see, you've been away for four weeks now and have not been checking no, out our Twitter account. We, ha- we haven't. That was Jay from Average Swingers. <laughs> I know. On Twitter being funny. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was, I'm again, Miley Cyrus's lawyers, if you're out there listening to this, at no point are we suggesting that we were contacted by the real Miley Cyrus. Please don't sue us. <laughs> well, you know, but we'd, we'd be open to that. We, we'd be open, but we're not inferring that she's listening. Please stop. Don't sue us. Okay. 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 We should, I, I'm, I'm inferring we should get you three together <laughs> and um, see what happens. Right. That's what I'm inferring. Look, let's let's wrap it up. So, <laughs> so what I was what I meant by the secret secret podcast. You know how you, back in the '80s they used to have a a silence between the end of the last song on the on the generally on the B side, and then they had another song. Sweetie, they did that with CDs in the 90s as well yeah, and still... rolling into the 2000s. I don't know about the 80s. Okay, fine. Um, so <laughs> that's because you weren't born in the 80s. I was, midway through. Yeah, but you weren't listening in the 80s. No. So that's that's what I'm thinking. If we're going to do it, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we keep it to ourselves and it'll just pop just, up. Just dull silence for 10 minutes. 10 minutes and then bam, sex, bam. odyssey. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's look, tabling it. It's still know? tabled. Yeah, it's still. Um, it's look. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. A uh, lot of things on the table, though. It may get lost. May get shuffled. It may fall off the table. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So upcoming. So it's getting. It's getting closer. I mean, we're April now. It's Absolutely. almost. Ju- it's almost July. We're super duper excited. Um, heading over to naughty New Orleans. Yep. It's obviously in. In New Orleans, so we're heading, making the big trek over there. Now, to any of our friends going, really anyone that sees us there, be nice and buy us a drink because <laughs> it's 24 hours of travel, okay? We need a drink. We, we are not going to be in a good way. I'll take an espresso martini. Dee's probably going to have a scotch on the rocks. But if you see us, 
and you, and we're kind of dragging dragging our uh, feet along, dragging and, our asses. Uh, please feel free to do that. Um, so that's naughty New Orleans, and then after. Hang on, so we're headed to. We need to say who we're headed with because we've got some uh, really get, cool people. Okay, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Well, I can't see your eyebrow raises when you're on the other side of the planet. Look, it's these sorts of things that really make me just wonder if you know we're going to carry on here. Put on, put on. So, where are we going after? After NIN, mm-hmm. uh, we are headed to Desire Resort. Mm. We are, and um, uh, that's going to be awesome as well because that's our well, our first time being at a clothing optional resort and our first time being at a lifestyle resort as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this actually, and I've had um, I've had some people give me some mixed reviews. I've had some people tell me that uh, you know that maybe only a smaller percentage of, of the people that go there are actually in the lifestyle. Um, and then also there's a smaller percentage that are younger, I mean, around my age in the lifestyle. I'm actually, my, my biggest concern, you know, is outside of that. My biggest concern is that, you know, I, I've always preferred the, 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 the dull glow of a computer screen over the harsh reality that is the sun. And because of that, I've got the entire opposite of the Australian complexion, which means I'm pearly white. So, um, and sunbeds are illegal in Australia, so that is not an option. Additionally, um, you know, spray tan provides no sort of uh, support in terms of stopping you from burning. So uh, I'm just concerned that I'm going to look like a zinc-covered white (laughs) thumb. Maybe we can incorporate that into one of the outfit days, like that can be... You know, maybe you can can go as Iron Man because the zinc that you're wearing is red. I could just be like a a cricketer with zinc on everywhere except except my nose. I think you were about to say like except your balls or something and I was going to say no, I'm pretty sure that they're going to get burnt, right? Yeah, no, that's that's my big concern is that I'm going to do that much damage on the first day. I'm not going to be able to have sex with anybody. Genitalia burn is probably not great. No, no. All right, so who, who are we heading there with? Uh, we are heading there with our good friends from Our Secret Spot. You can catch them on Twitter. They're at, at Our Secret Spot. And, of course, we're actually heading there with the Aussie Swingers, which you can catch them at on Twitter, at the Aussie Swing. Check out their profiles. That's who we're going with. We are literally bringing Down Under to New Orleans. Yeah. And it's going to it's gonna be off the hook. Well, I mean, look, you know, the – given that the down under is generally the best place to have fun when you're in the lifestyle, you know, and we're bringing that to <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah. And then, wow. Ooh, we yeah. know how to do it, baby. We, we do. are all about the down under. <laughs> Absolutely. So how was that? How was that for flirting? Was that? Oh, uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I mean, uh, you, you've been working on that while you've been on holidays. I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> holidays. I say holidays. You've been working. I've been working, yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's all I got for today. Have you got anything else you want to bring up? No, I think we're done. I think uh, uh, thank you all for for giving us enough of a kick in the ass to actually get back up and do some podcasting. And a big thank you to our, um, our friends down here in Australia who we went on a little holiday with and they um, did a joint podcast with us for anyone who's not... Um, check that out yet they're over at by the by 
Um, that's B-Y-T-H-B-I. And I throw an at in front of it if you're on Twitter, and I think that's where – oh, no, they're Atoms of Love on Twitter, aren't they? They are. So they are at the Atoms of Love. So that's T-H-E-A-T-O-M-S. Yep. Of love, so the atoms. Yeah. So, um, thank thanks to them for for uh, uh, we we only just got those podcasts up recently. That was nothing to do with them. That was all my fault. But we're um we've got another one here now, and hopefully we'll get this one up tonight. So, thank you for all for your patience. That's right, and we are actually going to do record two more over the coming weeks. That I'm still travelling away. Uh, we do need to cover two pretty important events. Uh, one is the last Sydney. A pub crawl that we hosted and also our secret spots birthday so they Yay. have their se- second birthday and we need to uh we need to talk about that because there was certainly some interesting and, and quite uh, exciting times in there as well <laughs> yes there were well for me I, we had fun we had yeah, we, yes we did yes we had a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll record those soon and we'll pop them up but uh thanks everyone for listening as always and uh this is c and this is d And this is Swinging Down Under.